Welcome back to the Away From Home podcast. Uh, it's me, Justin, again with Tristan. What up? And uh, today we are going to talk about my recent trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, it was a work trip, right? It was. It was a work trip. We uh, we were on a cruise, and uh, it was a work trip, but uh, it was basically a vacation just with some coworkers of mine. So it, w- it was pretty cool. We uh, went to the Bahamas, cruised the ocean around the Bahamas, and uh, explored the uh the capital island of Nassau. So sweet. I can't wait to get into it. Before we get into that, though, we we just actually got back from another work trip. Same company. We just got back from Vegas. Um, it was wild. So we haven't actually recorded in like three weeks because of that. And I also kind of got a little got sick from Justin from the cruise. We'll get into that as well. Yeah. Sorry about um, that. <laughs> but yeah. So we'll probably the next episode we'll probably talk about our trip to Vegas. But yeah, for today, we're going to dive into everything you experienced in Bahamas, how it was, how it went. For what sure. The, what the experience was like. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so we had a flight. We uh, flew into Miami around, uh, we got there probably around 8 or 9 p.m. And we stayed We stayed in Miami for the night. And then uh, early, early in the morning the next day, we... Um, what airline did you fly? Oh, it was Spirit. Oh, come on, yeah, man. The, the worst. The absolute worst. You're packed in there like sardines and everything is... They, they charge you for literally a glass of water. So speaking, speaking of Spirit, I don't know if I mentioned this. I don't know if I've even talked about my one trip to L.A. yet, like fully. Like, I think I've mentioned some... Mm-hmm. parts of my trip to LA and now I mentioned some of it on my the last episode with Ian where we were talking about Yosemite <clears throat> I guess I'll just get into it right now just because we're on the topic of airlines for sure I've uh only flown three airlines ever for whatever reason um I think I same with me I've only flown uh Spirit Delta and uh United so yeah so I've flown Spirit Delta and Frontier okay Gotcha. So Frontier is basically like a copycat of Spirit. Like if you, you know, it, it, like Frontier basically just like copied Spirit's homework and changed it up a little bit. Except it's right. honestly kind of a little worse. Like the actual like plane is a little worse. Like the customer service and the whole overround, overall experience of Spirit is always like the bottom of the totem pole. For sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I'll get into that real quick and then we'll get back to your story about the Bahamas. Sorry for cutting you off, but no, I feel good. like we can all agree, everyone listening to this podcast can agree that Spirit Airlines, how, how are they still in business, bro? Just because people want to travel and it, they're cheap and they will tolerate horrible service <laughs> and being packed in like sardines on a horrible airline. You will never catch us getting a sponsorship anytime in the future from Spirit Airlines. Yeah. They could offer us like $5 million a yeah, day. We, we already burned Still that wouldn't. bridge with what we're talking about. <laughs> They might actually like the bad publicity. They say any any <laughs> any pub, any publicity is good publicity, right? Or something like that. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. man. They they left me so they left me stranded in California. It was not so not this last summer, but the summer before. There was I don't know if you guys have you remember hearing about that whole like Spirit Airlines strike on the news. Um, so I was actually leaving. Los Angeles. Actually, we were actually flying out of the Santa Ana Airport. Anyone that has not been to Los Angeles or anyone who's not been to California and is planning on going at some point definitely recommend flying into the santa Ana airport over lax it's a much smaller much nicer like well put together like you don't have to wait nearly as long in lines it's not as cluttered if i would have been stranded in lax i'd be having a whole nother different conversation yeah yeah i was definitely glad that it was that airport that i was stranded in yeah i feel like uh like smaller cal like california airports it's probably all smaller city airports in general are usually way less always less of a headache to deal with you know because yeah, uh, when, sure. when i uh when i flew to uh when i visited california i visited the bay area 
and uh, we were staying in San Jose, but we didn't fly directly into San Jose. We uh, flew from the uh, Oakland airport, so and that was way cheaper, and uh, I guarantee not nearly as much of a headache it would have been if we flew into the San Jose airport. Maybe at the end of this uh, this episode, we can we, we have a new segment that we're going to start doing at the end of every episode for you guys called um, Destination Details. It's kind of like a two truths and a lie. Um, we're going to give three facts about the location that we're discussing, which, whichever location we have just recently traveled to. We might end up doing some live recordings from locations that we're traveling to. We're planning to go to Toronto here soon. Uh, Excited. Justin's never been to Canada. Well, no, um, I have n- I've been to Vancouver. I've never oh, been right, to... Uh, right, sorry. I've never been to uh, Canada, like the east side of Canada. Never so had, never had poutine. That's never had poutine. Never been to Windsor. Never been to Toronto. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So the, my only experience with Canada is when I visited Vancouver and got like almost like homeless while I was there. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so we're gonna be doing a, a new little thing at the end of the episode for you guys, get you guys engaged a little bit in the discussions of the podcast. It's called uh, Destination Details, and so basically we give you three facts about the location and one lie, and then we discuss whether or not we feel like it makes sense if the lie should actually, like, if after, without any prior knowledge, if the lie is disguised and we think that it's actually a real fact or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll make more sense when we start talking about it, but we should probably get back on track with the episode. <laughs> right, right. So, as you were saying, you were uh, you got stranded at the airport because um, they canceled your flight because of the strike, right? Oh, yeah. So, we woke up the last day of our trip, I think. We started heading to the airport, and we started seeing the news. Like, all these flights are getting canceled. We didn't get notified that ours was canceled. Um, we kind of assumed that it was, and we just kind of assumed that, like, with the reputation of Spirit Airlines, that they were just, like, not communicating to us, and we would show up to the airport And they'd be like, oh, sorry, which is exactly what happened. Like, we showed up. We thought we were good. We get there. There's nobody working in the spirit part, like, spirit area where you check your bags in. And then my uh, my friend's dad ended up finding tickets at Delta, um, Delta Airlines. But they were, like, way more expensive because, you know, all the other airlines raised up their prices because, you know, the demand was much higher. So there was, like, $800 one-way tickets. Like, going all over the place. Oh, damn. There's this guy in line with us, like, freaking out. He was, like, missing. I think he was missing, like, I want to say it was his brother's wedding or something oh, in Hawaii. Geez. And he was, like, trying to fly to Hawaii and couldn't. Um, just a whole chaos. There was people running around like crazy, people sleeping all over the place, like, in the airport. <laughs> That's Yeah, it sounds like um, a mess. But basically, long story short, we get our Delta tickets, right? Uh, we had to go stay in a different hotel for that night and then fly out the next morning. And we get ready to board the flight for d- our Delta flight. And um, the people, the attendants offer up a seat because they're overbooked. Because, you know, when um, the flights start getting canceled and other airlines start offering to buy up those tickets and they start charging people, you know, $800 a ticket one way as opposed to the original ticket price for the people that were all set to go on the trip. They probably paid, you know, maybe two, three, four hundred $400 for this flight. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to start charging people $800 for this flight because they're desperate. And so they started taking on way more tickets than they actually had seats on the plane. And oh, so they had geez. to offer up, like offer people money as volunteers to not go on the flight so they'd have enough room, right? Because think about it, if you offer somebody $400 to stay back for one more day and that person paid $200 for their flight originally, then they're shelling out that extra 400 but they're still making a $200 profit off the new person that has purchased the $800 ticket. So that happened to me. I ended up like being one of the volunteers. I was like, yeah, I'll stay back. 
Mm-hmm. I'll let like my uh, my friend and his brothers go home, and I'll stay the night in the airport. I don't really care. Like if I get my ticket for free, don't have to deal with Spirit anymore, whatever. Plus, like you said, like four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have covered the cost of my ticket. Um, and then basically, what ended up happening was it came down to me and this one other lady, and there was like. We were the two volunteers, but she was actually ahead of me as a volunteer. So they told me they would let me know. And I had to go to the bathroom, and I, like, had sweat through my shirt. And so I went to the bathroom, put on a new hoodie, and it was, like, a completely different color. I come back out and sit down, and the, the attendant didn't recognize me. He was like, all right, wh- why aren't you boarded yet? And so um, he put me on the plane. The flight attendants on the plane were, like, freaking out, like, thinking we didn't have enough seats, whatever, even though we had the volunteers. They ended up putting, like, this mother, their, like, maybe, like, nine-year-old daughter in the seat, and then she had two babies, and they put both the babies on her lap in this in my same row. You oh know, there's God. only three yeah. three seats to a row. Turns out they, they the, the, the flight attendant that told me to board um, didn't realize I was the same person that offered to <laughs> give up my seat as a volunteer. And so they put me on the flight when they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. They had no idea who I was. <laughs> You know, you think about like airports having like top-notch security ever since you know 9/11, right. but then yeah. I, they literally put me on a flight that they didn't even know I was on. Jeez. Um, so I ended up in Salt Lake City. So I was still with my friend and his brothers um, when we got to Salt Lake City. But the same thing happened again when we got to Salt Lake City. But this time they offered me even more money, and this time they didn't mix me up. They didn't. I didn't <laughs> change my. I didn't go to the bathroom and change my hoodie this time. Um, but they gave me a hotel, they gave me like meal vouchers and everything. That's what's up. And then ended up staying one more day, you know, got an excuse to take off work for two days because of that and still got paid anyways. Um, I, I called myself the self-proclaimed, uh, king of Salt Lake City for the night because I had a, the king like deluxe suite in the hotel room. That's awesome. All to myself. What type of food did they, uh, give you food vouchers? It had to be food from the airport and it was like 25 bucks. So I didn't even like, and I was so tired at that point. I didn't really feel like sitting down at one of the restaurants in there. So I just like went and got like a grab and go like sub and some food, some water or some snacks and some water. But yeah, it was crazy experience. Definitely stay away from Spirit Airlines. That's all I got to say, man. I'll just leave you stranded. We have another story that we'll get more in depth with about our Vegas trip because we also took Spirit Airlines for that, Mm -hmm. but yeah it's uh not not fun yeah spirit, no uh, spirit in spirit airlines man. <laughs> there is no spirit in spirit <laughs> airlines that's so true anyways though back to we probably lost some people already you know got to get back on track talk about the bahamas bahamas we're, trip we're building took. suspense here oh <laughs> that we're doing but yeah no uh the bahamas it was uh it was really cool um like i said we took off that morning from uh miami on the boat and uh like the first day we kind of just cruised the ocean just around the islands and then uh the islands of the bahamas the islands of the bahamas yeah and then um you know, we wake up the next morning and uh, we're we're landed in the capital of Nassau. So we got off the boat and just explored the. You did, hold on, sorry to cut you off again, but who you know? Uh, do you ever play Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you, played that before. Yeah, the the pirate one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Justin actually hasn't even uh, told me me personally yet about this whole. He's told me some things, but not much about the whole trip. He wanted to save it for the podcast. But uh, when I found out he was going, and even when he got back, and like anytime he's mentioned it, the only thing I can think about is the like Nassau Island and Black Flag <laughs> and how much fun I had there. And I mean, I hope for your case that it was as much fun as that game in real life. 
you know, I, I can't imagine it's being it's as fun as being a pirate, you know, back in the day. <laughs> but but it, I did we did have fun. We had a good time, me and uh, some coworkers. But yeah, we get on the island and uh, it's uh, you know it was like mid seventies the whole time. It was like sunny, oh. the perfect weather. Yeah, the ocean was clear, blue. You know, you see the bottom. You could not, I, uh, at least as far as I know, you can see the bottom, but I wasn't paying super close attention, but, like, it was super, it was super beautiful. But, uh, yeah, so, like, we explored the island, and, uh, you know, you get off, you know, where they're, they're, they station the boat, and, um, and you just, you just, get, for starters, you just get bombarded with, like, locals trying to, like, sell tourists, like, taxi rides and, like, tours of the city and scooters and all of that and so you kind of got to like make your way past all of that to uh get to you know the normal stuff but it's like that in mexico too they'll I... literally like put like their product on you like it, they'll take like necklaces hoodies like a whole bunch of stuff and just like throw it on your shoulders and they'll yeah. be like give me a tip give me a they're tip super <laughs> aggressive yeah they're gotta respect aggressive. it though respect the hustle out there man for sure yeah no they they're just doing what they're doing to try to make some money so but yeah so we're we're uh we're like walk around and you know funny enough we get there and like we i had to like go to the bathroom like really bad and so there was like a mcdonald's there for some reason so mcdonald's in the bahamas yeah there was a mcdonald's there and like really we, I, out of curiosity i like looked at the menu and they had like five items on the menu it was really weird was it the same items as like the united states it was like the same items and same items that like the u.s has but like there was only like five of them on them it was like chicken nuggets a big mac uh a, a mcchicken and chicken nuggets bro it's mcnuggets come on man Fair, yeah. The, the, they had, this they had guy McNuggets. McNuggets, and he calls fucking he calls Starbucks uh, drinks large, and he doesn't subscribe to Venti. As he's mentioned <laughs> on the podcast before. This guy's a freak. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, like in front of the McDonald's, there was like an armed guard. Dude, <laughs> dude, speaking up in front of McDonald's, you guys got to stay tuned for the Vegas trip. We have a wild yeah, story that, was, that, was that happened insane. at a McDonald's, and when we first got to Vegas. That was a nice little introduction to Vegas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was, like, an armed guard in front of the McDonald's. Um, so I was like, okay, that's haven't seen an armed guard in front of the McDonald's before. What was he armed with? It was, like, some sort of assault rifle. Yeah. Love to see it. They have, yeah. that, have that in Mexico, too. Yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty insane. Yeah, so, you know, we were exploring that, and then we got out, and we were, like, walking around. Uh, we came across, uh, you know who the singer Jimmy Buffett is? I can't put a face to the he name, has but like, I definitely uh, recognize it. I probably heard his music. He has like he makes like tropical islander kind of like okay. chill music. He's like sixty something years old. So, anyways, he has like these resorts called the Margaritaville Resort. There's one on in on in Nassau, and so we were like we were like okay, you know, let's let's explore it, right? So we like we walk in there, and we're just like walking around this resort, just looking at stuff. And then we like walk into the uh, for some reason though like the s- security was really lax and no one asked us like any questions about us just like wandering around there because everyone had these like wristbands on because there's like a water park in there too so we're just like walking around we're just walking around and we get to the uh, we're like walking around the water park and then there's like a private like Margaritaville like beach for like the people that are like staying there behind it so we're like walking on the beach and stuff and then we see there's like a margarita stand right and uh, we're like oh these margarita margarita sounds really good right now so you go up to him you go up to the guy like the, the, the employee working the margarita stands like some local right and uh, we're like yeah can we get a margarita you know whatever and he's like yeah sure you know he makes it gives it to us he's like okay what's your uh, what's your room number we're just like uh 10 15 and kind of looks at us for a second and he's just like okay and he just like hands us the margarita so we basically finessed some free margaritas from the That's margarita resort <laughs> so that, that was sick 
Margaritaville, if you're listening, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Come so, get your man. Right. So we were just so we got that and then we just were walking around the the island some more. Tried uh we went to this uh restaurant and tried um a uh Bahamian uh like I guess it's a national food called uh conch which is like some I've sort of like that. it's basically uh some sort of like shellfish thing. And so it was like fried. It was like fried and had this like some sort of like spicy like jerk sauce with it it was really really good yeah i also had some bahamian beer i forgot what it was called but it was it was good too yeah what do they use to make it like seaweed instead of wheat <laughs> yeah exactly probably wouldn't be surprised i would not be surprised so yeah we were like just chilling walking around the island uh they had uh we walked into this store that sold like bootleg like gucci and like versace like, <laughs> yeah yeah, it would, so like they would be, they would sell like uh, like a four thousand dollar like Gucci bag for like five hundred dollars, and so wow. you 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 just knew it was fake, right? And like the the shop owner would like hover around you the whole time, and like I was like looking at like the sunglasses and stuff, and like she's like hovering over me, some local, and then I put them back, and she's like, "What? You aren't gonna buy it?" I'm like, "No, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna buy." She's some- like, "You broke as hell, boy." Right, right. You can't afford these bootleg Gucci Gucci shades. <laughs> Right, so yeah, a lot of like bootleg, like a uh, designer stuff you can buy there. Weirdly, a- weirdly enough, we walked by a um, Rolex store too, and we looked inside there, and it was the weirdest thing because it was open for like to buy Rolexes, but there was no Rolexes in the display. It was like the sh- really? it was like totally empty, and like there was yeah, it was weird. Huh. So like I don't I don't know maybe they ran out of like bootleg Rolexes or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it, all the pirates came and took them, bro. Yeah, exactly. All the pirates <laughs> came and stole the bootleg Rolexes. Uh, do you think you can like paint the picture like visually for me of like what the, like like what does like a street look like there? So it's cool. Like the buildings are like very old looking. It's like um they're all painted like different like colors like like uh kind of like Cuba. Yeah, I would I kind of like that and there'll like there'll be like a building that's totally painted red like it's like not like bricks either. It's like just like a flat like surface. Okay. With, like windows and stuff. And they have like, you know, there'd be like lights hanging across uh a, like um across like streets and stuff and buildings hanging across like I don't really know how to describe the lights, but like um Yeah, it it was it was very cool. Is it anything like uh like Nassau is in Assassin's Creed, like you know how like the GTA map, yeah, is like said to be very accurate to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And like I know I'm gonna sound like a, a tourist when I say this, but like I remember when I was in Los Angeles, all the times been in Los Angeles, it's been it like blows my mind how similar like the GTA map is to certain parts of LA. So would you say there's like any comparisons to the Assassin's Creed map? I'm just curious, being like a, a nerd here about this. No, like, so you know you're good. Um. So I would say that um, it definitely has a similar vibe. I, I haven't played Black Flag in, uh, okay. in a million years. You definitely should now. I, I do need to now again, yeah. But uh, it definitely has like a similar vibe, I, I remember, to that game. Uh, I don't remember how similar the buildings and like the layout of the place looks just because it's been so long since I played that game. But yeah, it feels very uh, – it definitely feels like you're in the Caribbean when you're uh, when you're there for 100%. It's, uh, it's very cool, you know. Um, I never been to tropical islands before like that before, so uh, or Caribbean islands, I should say. So it was it was a cool first experience to have. Yeah, it was it was it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Would you recommend the conch? 
of people. The con- yeah, so it was in like so it, it was good, but like I feel like I didn't really like taste it though. Because like it was like have you ever had like a hush puppy? Mm-hmm. You know what I, yeah, so, yeah. It was basically like a hush puppy, but with like pieces of like conch inside of it fried. Okay. Um, it was really good, and the sauce is really good. Like I said, it was like this like Caribbean jerk like spicy sauce. But like if you had told me there wasn't any like conch in there, I would have never known that there was anything other. That was, I would have thought I was just eating a hush puppy. Hmm. It, but it it was good though. It I uh, you know the food the food was pretty good that I had. What's well, like the. Uh, most like memorable like a uh, moment that you shared with like somebody like a local other than like when you finessed the dude into getting you free margaritas <sighs> is there anything like anything that stood out to you like um so we came across this uh shop there's a lot of little tiny shops and uh we came across this shop it was just a bunch of random knickknacks just laid out with no organization at all and it was like ran by this like older this older Bahamian lady and uh no she was she was super nice and you know was just letting us like look around and stuff and it, it one thing that was strange about her shop too and I, i'm guessing it was to prevent people from just stealing just because it was a complete cluttered mess of just stuff and i say that in a good way like i'm not saying like it it, it, it fit the place but like uh if you pick something up and wanted to buy it you have to like buy it right there you couldn't like grab multiple things and then buy them all together Hmm. So, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely don't have anything like that in the United States. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, she was like, uh, yeah, you know, you want something, just pick it up, buy it. Everything's like five bucks, um, you know, and then so we, so we did I like that. the way she does business, bro. She's right to the point. Right, direct. exactly, yeah. You buy it when you pick it up, and it's five bucks. And she's like, if you ever want to come back, my name's Daisy, blah, 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 you know. And so that was that was a cool little uh, little interaction with the with the with the local there. Also, I have one thing I did forget to mention: we walked past the uh, U.S. Uh, embassy of the Bahamas while oh. we were there, and there were two armed uh, like dudes in complete like camo gear and like a helmet, holding these like AK. F- they're the M16s, I believe. I don't. From at least from when I've played Call of Duty, that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they Americans, I assume. Uh, no, they were like. Uh, they might have been Americans, but uh, they uh, they could have been Bahamian as well. I don't know, mm. but um, you guys it, go in the embassy. Oh no, they're they're. If I guarantee you, they were they look like they were strapped and ready to use those things. So <laughs> we weren't gonna try to uh, you know. We weren't gonna try to test that theory of seeing if you know fuck around and For find sure. out. You know? <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, no, that was cool. Um, she went in there and been like, "I'm seeking protection." Right, I'm seeking protection uh, from the. There's Bahamian a scary pirates. man with a gun. Yeah, from the. I'm seeking protection from pirates. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really. Um, I mean, it, the, it was clear skies. Um, oh, one thing that was interesting was, uh, so when we got back on the boat to leave the capital. There was this, like, strip of, like, they looked like private houses that you could only get to through, like, boats. And we were, like, looking, like, oh, I wonder who lives there. Those look kind of cool. Then we looked closer, and we realized all of them were, like, run down, like, the roofs were caved in and stuff like that. And, like, they're all, like, abandoned. So we're, like, thinking, like, I wonder, like, why they are this way. And we came to the conclusion it was probably, like, a hurricane, and then Uh. they didn't have the money to, like, rebuild or something. So they just kind of left. They just, like, closed it off. Yeah, they just kind of left them there. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was – 
Bahamas was cool. But one one thing I will say though is it uh, it was a little dirty. Like the place was dirty. Like I like I I don't want to. You did mention that to me. Yeah, it was a little. It was it, there were some dirty, like you know, it wasn't the cleanest place. You know, I don't want to make it out like it's this like Caribbean tropical paradise without like bringing up like some of the other stuff that you know also happens there you know some of the cons at least was uh, yeah like all the pirates and stuff yeah besides you know the pirates yeah Yeah, it it, it was pretty dirty there that's one thing i can say um and it seemed like it it, uh if you like hung out there at nighttime it would get pretty sketchy like i wouldn't be surprised if like tourists have been like robbed there at night or something like they like hung out there you know but uh we're gonna we're gonna make some Bahamas locals mad if they ever oh, listen God, to this podcast, yeah. man. We're <laughs> not going to be welcome back. No, I understand. There's there's some sketchy spots. It seemed like, but uh, if, as a whole, though, it was really really cool. I enjoyed my time there. I didn't burn, so that was a plus as well. I burned like crazy easily. You need to wear S- SPF five thousand. Know? <laughs> Me pale, too. Pale boy Me gang. Too. But yeah, that's uh, that's like a lot of the main stuff I can think of to talk about uh, regarding the Bahamas. Um, Two questions. Yeah. Would you go back? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, it wouldn't be my first choice to like go back, but I'd, if I had an opportunity to go back, sure, of course. Yeah, it was it was cool. And uh, how would you rank this among like other trips you've taken? Uh, well, I I only stayed in the capital for like a day, and the rest of the time was basically on the water. But ah, gotcha. It was um. It is. It is. Uh, like the the the, the beaches and the ocean around there. It's it's very beautiful. Sunsets are are amazing as well there. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it, it's awesome. I I'd rank it a good seven seven point five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool place. I feel like uh, if you have more time and are able to ex- to uh, explore more of the islands than just the capital, you'd have an amazing time there, which I unfortunately didn't have a chance to do, but. Yeah, from what I have experienced, I've there's a lot of potential well, for a, a lot of cool islands things. there. Yeah, there's so. a ton. Yeah, exactly. So, was that your first cruise too? It was my first cruise. Yeah. Uh, uh what uh, what cruise line was it? It was uh, Royal Caribbean, and okay. it, it was actually really nice. Yeah, it was cool there. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do in that. It, it, I didn't like. It's crazy. Like you don't realize how massive those boats are. It's like inside there. It's like a small town. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I've never been on a cruise myself either. Um, honestly, I, I've i had opportunities to go on them, and I kind of like turned them down. I feel like part of me is a little worried that I'll get seasick. Honestly, you don't even – you forget you're on a boat. You can, like, barely feel anything. Really? Yeah. Like, you'll occasionally you'll feel, like, a very, very slight, like, rock back and forth. But you really – there's not really any, like, motion for there to be seasickness. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, I think we're getting close to time, so I just want to say, though, I'm glad you had a good time there in the Bahamas, man. Yeah, That's awesome. You. Yeah, it was, it, I did have a great time. A little jealous. Definitely wish I could have gone. Still don't know if I would have gone on a cruise. I'd want to go directly to the Bahamas and see. Yeah, if I had a choice, I would definitely... I mean, a cruise is cool to experience if you never experienced one, but uh, for the most part, I would have much rather preferred to be on the islands themselves you know i would i i i definitely agree with that there's so many islands there like i'd want to go but most importantly i would want to fly anything other than spirit man <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the way yeah. there 
How how was it? How was the the flight back on Spirit? Was like, did you get any troubles? Like, as far as like spirits go, spirit flights go. I know the standards are pretty low, but um, for the most part, it went fairly smoothly. Um, so I know you were like, you got a little sick on the way back. Like, how was that on the flight? Yeah. So funny enough, the sickness didn't didn't kick in until the day after. Like oh, when okay. I fell asleep and woke up, and that's when I like I I like had like a cough and all that, and uh, felt kind of crappy, but. Yeah, it's out. And then he gave it to me, man. I don't know if you guys can tell from, like, last episodes or not, but my voice sounds a little nasally. This, this yeah. fucker got me sick. From yeah, me. my bad, bro. <laughs> but uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, because I know we, we talked about your trip to Vancouver. So yesterday, it's completely unrelated to the Bahamas, but I just want to mention it. Um, I was uh, doing some sports betting uh, on FanDuel. I had a free bet from, like, a referral. That $150 bet, and you know how we, we talked about, I think we talked about how, like, the Vancouver Canucks mm-hmm. are, like, having a horrible year. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, and so I thought they would it would turn around, <laughs> and so Vancouver was playing New Jersey last night, and uh, New Jersey's been having a great year, a fantastic year. Honestly, for any, anyone that's listening, if you guys are hockey fans, um, I personally hope that New Jersey Devils, for what it's worth, I really hope that they win the Stanley Cup this year, man. They deserve it. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I bet against the Jersey New Jersey Devils, I bet that Vancouver would win, and they were obviously the underdogs. Uh. So my hundred and fifty dollar free bet, so I didn't have to put any money down of my own money. I could have won seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh man, jeez. Yeah. And um, I look. I like set an alarm because I took a little nap, like an hour nap, and I planned to like wake up and I was gonna get like a free trial to watch the game, so I could watch it live. Mm-hmm. Ended up sleeping through my alarm. Woke up at like eight thirty. The game started at seven. Um, and I saw that Vancouver was down four to one. Jeez. And I'm oh, like, well, God. yeah, worth a shot, you know, whatever. At least, yeah. at least I didn't lose any money. Yeah, I mean that would have been great if they won. You got seven fifty, but yeah. So I started, I started editing some videos and then checked back near the end of the game, third period. I saw it was five four, New Ooh. Jersey five, Vancouver four. I'm like, oh, here we go. Right, right. Ended up being the final score of the game five four. But I just <sighs> wanted to mention that man. That was, was crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. That would that would have been crazy if they did that comeback. Yeah, and I just like. We had that whole episode about Vancouver. You guys should check it out, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fitting to bring it up. But um, yeah, you you ready to get into some uh, destination details? First, first version, first uh, introduction to the podcast. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first fact that we have written down here about the Bahamas um, is that the Bahamas consists of seven hundred islands, cays, and islets stretching over a distance of about five hundred miles. First of all, I just want to say, do you even have you ever heard the word K's or like what is a K? That's a I I I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's some sort of like island that's shaped a certain way to be my guess. I don't know. I don't know for sure though. You know, I I had no idea there were that many. Like I knew there were a lot of islands in the Bahamas, but I had no idea there was there was that many. Yeah, 500? Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that is crazy. I mean, but you know what's crazy too though? I bet you there's other like countries or islands groups out there that have more. I'm pretty sure. Uh, like, I'm trying to. What, there's a. I think it's Indonesia that has like uh, a, around the same amount of islands or or more. Yeah, and um, I want to say um, what was her name? The lady that flew the first airplane. Uh, Amelia Earhart. Yeah, is that who, yeah. Where her plane um was suspected to have gone down. Mm-hmm. 
It was somewhere around that area. There's like a group of islands that I think is like one of the biggest. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, like how vast the oceans are, how vast the planet is, how many islands there are. De- oh, definitely. Yeah. And that one, that one is true. Um, we, we that one is verified. Um, but yeah, write in your thoughts on that. DM us at Away From Home Pod on Instagram. So our our second fact here, ready to get into it. Let's hear it. Um, says that the the first inhabitants of the Bahamas were the Tainos. I don't know if I pronounced that right. It's uh, T A and then I with like a little hyphen thing, you know, like the dash instead mm-hmm. of like a regular dot for the I. And then it's N O S. Okay. Um, says that they were the indigenous people of the Caribbean. That's that's interesting. I wonder if there's like uh like footage or like or like uh, photographs of them from back in the day, um, like black and white or whatever. That'd be that'd be interesting to see what they looked like, the, the clothes they wore, and you know, just kind of uh, what their culture was like back then, before it got more, um, before it became more of like a civilization. You know, you know, probably back. not. Pro- yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> not. I don't. Camera. I, I know the camera was first invented in like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Okay, so. yeah, that that makes sense. I was just curious, like maybe like first explorers, you know of the western world when they visited the bahamas oh like drawings and stuff yeah drawings are you know what's crazy to me is like do you think i mean i mean i guess this could tie into like religions for certain people um whatever your beliefs may be but um uh personally i'm not really a religious person but i'm it always like makes me like wonder like how people got to these islands like how were they the first like indigenous people of this island like were they just born there or, like, did they originate from somewhere else and, like, went through the treacherous waters with, like, handmade, like, canoes across the ocean and, all, and they ended up at this island and, like, started building a civilization there? It could be. Well, I mean, the, one thing that I do know, which is interesting, is um, you ever heard of the island Fiji? Yeah. Majority of the of the people that live on, on Fiji are originally from India. Okay. So, like, they're, like... They're like they're basically uh, Fijians are basically Indians. It's a funny. Interesting. It, it is that is, and I didn't. I learned that recently, which is pretty cool. So like, yeah, like a lot of like Fiji. I think, I think it's in the same sense of how uh, Australia was first um, colonized. Okay. Like the, the 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 British brought all their prisoners to Australia, and that's kind of where they started. You know, their civilization. It does on make Australia. sense. I mean, we uh, built a prison on top of an island in Alcatraz, so. I yeah. guess we just have this weird obsession with putting prisoners and criminals on islands. Yeah, so I guess yeah, <laughs> India basically did that with their prisoners. A lot of them, they sent them to Fiji, and they kind of started a civilization there. Might so be the same thing for them. Though. Could could have you know who knows? Yeah, the Tainos people. The third third fact, um, and by the way, the last one that was a, that was a fact as well. It is confirmed. This one says the the Bahamas was originally a British colony until 1973. When it gained its independence, pretty recent. Yeah, that is pretty recent. Well, I know, I know, Great Britain. They uh, took over a lot of the world back in the day. They were in control of a lot of different territories and countries until around like the forties or so, fifties. You know, I know. So I, I, I assume the Bahamas was just another one of their things that they controlled back in the day. So yeah, and then so that one was also true. And then we have another. We have a myth about the Bahamas as well. We want to dig into. And it's that the the water in the Bahamas is always warm. I know, like people, you think about it as like a, a beach, like paradise place to go. Yeah, you'd, you'd think expect that, it to be yeah. warm. It's like near the equator, mm-hmm. you know. 
So it turns out that the although the water is generally warm, temperatures can actually vary depending on the time of the year, just like most other places. But the water can actually get down to 76 degrees or even colder. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That's uh, surprising. Yeah, you would think it would be a lot hotter than that or warmer, you know, but... I believe that is in the, the winter months, too, like February, January, February. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, yeah. like I said, I went there in January, and the, the temperature there was around, like, mid to low 70s the whole time i was there so did you go swimming at all though uh not in the beach but uh it might have been a little bit too cold to go swimming for yeah yeah i didn't i didn't see too i mean on the at the margaritaville resort beaches there was a lot of people there but like beaches outside of that i didn't see too many people so that was another thing when i was doing some research on the bahamas it said that like the beaches are actually surprisingly not crowded in the Bahamas. Yeah, I didn't see too many, like, outside of, like, the tourist beaches, I didn't see too many, so. Yeah. Well, interesting, man. It was a mm-hmm. good episode. Very yeah, insightful. no, yeah, it was good, definitely. Yeah, I think we're going to have to wrap it up there at time now. Uh, thanks for listening in, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you guys also liked our new little segment there at the end. might have been a little rocky, but we'll try and smooth it out for you and, uh, if you guys start getting involved, yeah, like I, like we've said before, just send us DMs on Instagram. If you're like really knowledgeable about um, a certain location or maybe your your hometown, you'd like us to visit or just talk about on the podcast. Just send us some facts about it, and we'll discuss it, and then we'll look the facts up ourselves and verify which ones we got right, which ones we got wrong. It'd be a fun little activity for us all to do together in this community. For um, sure. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Next week's episode, we're going to be diving into our wild Vegas work trip. Yeah, it was crazy. It was. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but we got a travel podcast going now and too much wild stuff happened. We got to share with you guys. That's that's right. So stay (laughs) tuned, guys. All right. Peace. All right. See you guys.